Hi, welcome to the Contractor's Best Friend podcast. I'm your host, Brad Humphrey. And today we are brought to you by ForConstructionPros.com and we're sponsored by Caterpillar. We're joined again with two of the experts from Caterpillar, Sam Meeker, who uh, is involved with the dozers and, and track loader marketing. And then also we're joined by Lonnie Fritz. He is our heavy and highway construction specialist. Guys, how are you doing? Oh, doing great. How are you? You're doing great. Very good, Brad. You guys ready for round two? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this whole emphasis of electric equipment, I know is a buzz in the industry. I, I see it and hear it at the World of uh, Concrete and, the, you know, Connex and those kind of places as well as I know you guys do. But as I asked in, in one of our other sessions, I wanted to make this a two-part session because there's just so much there. Let me ask you first, Sam, if you'd do us a favor, would you do a brief overview again to the electric equipment, especially the dozer? And then I want to I want us to get into the maintenance of this equipment. I think that'd be valuable for a lot of contractors who are listening in on this today. Yeah, absolutely. So the the basics of this uh, this tractor, the D6XE, and uh, and honestly, one of our big wheel loaders, the uh, the 988 uh, 988XE, uh, I believe 988KXE is the the series. Both of these run on a very similar type of architecture. They're diesel electric, so they've got a diesel engine, and connected directly to that diesel engine, right on the end of the flywheel housing, is a is an electric generator. And of course, that spins creates the electricity. The electricity goes into what we call an inverter, uh, and the inverter is a solid state component. It conditions, manages that electricity, and then controls what is sent down to the propulsion unit, which basically has an electric motor. When the, the electric motor spins forward, the tracks go forward. When it goes in reverse, the tracks go in reverse. So uh, pretty simple in terms of the, the components of the two different types of machines. We talked about one of the important things, obviously, for most contractors, and, and, we, and you guys know this better than I do, but having been a contractor is the whole issue of cost. And certainly in today's time with it seems now the costs are going up with gas and that type of thing. Obviously, the maintenance of equipment. What would be some insights, some wise things that need to be considered on the maintenance of these new electric dozers? Yes, we've tried to do a couple different things on the, the maintenance side of these. First off, we, we want to try to make it as common as possible, right? So in, in terms of, of your engine, for example, it's a 9.3B. That's the same 9.3B that we have on the traditional D6. And on the D7 as well, for that matter. So you've got your traditional oil filter fluid changes on that, just like you would anything else. Now, of course, the transmission is where the big difference is in the electric drive. So on a traditional transmission, you've got your powertrain oil or PTO. Right. And that is, it's obviously flown through the transmission. It does quite a few things in there. On a traditional power shift transmission, your powertrain oil is going to clean, it's going to uh, cool, and it's going to lubricate. Right. All right. So what are we cleaning? We're cleaning the clutches off, cleaning all the, the wear surfaces off. Uh, we're lubricating the bearings. And then, of course, we're cooling all of those components as well, too. Cooling the bearings and, and whatnot as well. So those are the three things that powertrain oil does in a traditional transmission. In an electric drive, we don't have any clutches. So now we've taken the cleaning component out of that. So all that oil is doing now is it's lubricating a handful of bearings and it's cooling as well, too. Right, because the one area that electric drive can waste is in heat. Right. Right. So we've got to cool those components. So what we've done is we've taken that cleaning component out of the oil. And so that allows us to do a couple of things. It allows us to reduce the amount of oil almost to half wow. that's in that transmission. 
Yeah, and, and you're talking about a transmission. Back in the old days, some of these things might have had 50 or 60 gallons of oil in them. Exactly, yeah. Right? So yeah. cutting that in half, uh, that's a big deal. Oil, even oil at 10 bucks a gallon in the past here and going up, right? So that, that gets expensive. Then the other thing we've done with it is since it's not cleaning as much, we can use that oil longer. And so we've doubled the interval at which you replace that oil. Right. So half as much oil lasts twice as long. And that's a that's a, a pretty big piece. Just in the maintenance side of it, that's a pretty big, pretty big benefit. That's huge. Are there any particular tools or pieces of equipment that contractors would need to do a better job of maintaining the, the, their, their equipment? Well, again, that's been the whole design behind it was let's not make it any... Well, keep it simple. Yeah, keep it yeah. simple. Don't make it weird. All right? Don't make it weird. Keep Austin weird, but let's not keep dozers weird. So... <laughs> Mr. Right. Texas. Yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Now, the other thing, too, yeah, right? And everybody thinks, oh, electric drive, right? So I've got to have an electrical engineering degree to work on this thing. No, you definitely don't. We've made, it, we've made it very, very safe to work on. First off, there's a little, there's basically a light in our ground level service center right by the disconnect. Right. That anytime there's more than 40 volts in the system, that light's illuminated. And we, we actively, when you shut the tractor engine off, it stops generating electricity. And so we actively burn off that last little bit of electricity, extinguish that light and make sure that it's safe in there. Our, our dealers have some pretty pretty good practices in terms of troubleshooting. And it's a lot like regular old electrical troubleshooting. You know, you shut the thing off, obviously. You're getting your meter out and you're checking for continuity and checking for resistance between certain components to see if you've if you had a bad cable or something or if you've got an inverter giving you some trouble. All of that is pretty typical standard electrical troubleshooting there there's not a lot there's not a lot uh, of really complicated stuff in in regards to the electric drive you know a, a good friend of mine is, uh, is is in the sales one of the sales leaders for one of your guys's uh, dealerships and they are ecstatic about this i mean I, I know how excited those guys are lonnie you again you and i have uh, commensurated over the past on contractors needs and expectations from a contractor standpoint, again, I know you've got a lot of knowledge on this area as well. What gets you, maybe what's the excitement you see with contractors or the potential for that, especially when it comes to the cost and the maintenance of the of these new dozers? Yeah, yeah. When, you know, Sam's talking about the maintenance there and does it require additional tooling and training and a double E degree, that's what gets me excited as a former customer and serving our, our customers' needs. We listen to our customers. We take their voice of customer very seriously. And to that point, again, fewer components, ease of operation, less touches to the machine. Because if I'm working on the machine, obviously, I don't have the opportunity for that effective utilization, which is revenue generating work. And to that point, more advantages to the customer is they're looking, especially in the line of our dozers, is for increased maneuverability. Right. And this machine has that class leading maneuverability because it's electric drive. And that brings in significant improvements in maneuverability, especially on the slopes where these machines spend a lot of time of their work. Right. And given, you know, that max power and agility that they need in those reduced cycle times. And the other key here is ease of operation. We've talked many times, Brad, it's a it's an industry leading pain yep. point and that's yep. skilled labor shortage. That's right. And this electric drive technology, if you will, powertrain transition and step change, as I've mentioned before, really gives operators the ease of use. And again, gets their work done as quick as possible without a lot of shifting. It's, it's, we find with machines many times, whether it be a wheel loader or a dozer is 
are they really operating in the optimum gear? Well, let the yeah. machine take care of that for you while right. also, again, getting a lot more work done over a given period of time. Sam, again, I'm showing my my ignorance a bit, but are we move? And we'll talk about at some point. I'm sure we'll talk about future developments. But are these led by a chip? Is there anything tied in electronically? Is it computer driven? From that standpoint, anything tied in with that on the electrical side? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's a ton of technology behind it. You know, it was funny. I back I thought in the you were going to say that, by the way. <laughs> There's lay, a, lay, lay it on us, man. Yeah, there's a little computer back in there. Two, two squirrels spinning around and keep it charged. But uh, so so back in the D7E days, I believe we had 200 patents on the on the the technology behind the D7E, and that was 10 years ago, right? right. And then I'm I'm going to guess a little bit here, but I know it's at least 100 more on the D6XE. So you're looking at you're looking at tons of technology in there, and and a lot of it is in the controls, right? It's one thing to be able to generate electricity and make a motor spin, but it's another thing to do it smoothly, react to what the operators want you to do, react to the load, you know, all the conditions around the tractor. And uh, and so in particular, one, one that we have, a particular control that we have in there, we call it uh, traction control. And in, in the XE tractor, it's a little bit different than it is in some of the other machines, but we, we essentially monitor how fast the motors are turning Right. How much energy we're putting into them? Well, and if you can imagine when you're when you're getting ready to break your tracks loose, you have a sudden acceleration, mm. and we're smart enough and fast enough that we can slow that sudden acceleration down, That's... and then avoid breaking tracks loose. Wow! So it's just little things like that. It just happens in milliseconds, right? Oh yeah, but right there's a good saving for the contractor. Good grief! That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah because anytime you break your break your tracks loose, you're going along, you're pushing, you think you've got a nice big load, and all of a sudden you spin a track out, and ah, right. you've lost all your momentum. You've kind of lost that whole push. And as my buddy Bob says, it's all over but the crying at that point. Back up. Yeah. You know, pick a blade up, back up, and try it again. Yeah. So, so if we can avoid that kind of stuff, right, you can keep that productivity up and keep that push up, keep the operator happy. And that's making, uh, making, making more money for that contractor and keeping him, keeping him happy as well, too. This has been awesome. I, I, before we shut down this topic, because I'm sure we could talk about it for another hour or two, but between the two of you guys, and again, and Sam, you, I know you've got the mechanical and the technical side, but you know what, where the contractors are at as, as well. Lonnie, I know that you do as well, but let me ask you guys maybe a summary. If I'm a new, if I'm a contractor and I'm new to Caterpillar and I walk into a dealer and I've heard about this electric dozer, don't sell me on just the intricate details of the technology. I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm not an EE. I don't want to be an EE. I just want to push dirt and I want to make money. Give me some final thoughts on why would I want to think about this as the next purchase or the next lease or whatever the case may be. Can you give me a layman's word of wisdom here? Yeah, I think it summarizes pretty pretty quickly. More productivity, lower fuel burn, and happier operators. Smiles per gallon. I love that smiles per gallon. Lonnie? Yeah, I I emphasize on as well as those points, the list continues to grow again right. into reliability durability. It's a teeter-totter, Brad. Yeah. You and I have been in the industry and we know that yeah. teeter-totter is more uptime, drives down downtime. And that's what this machine brings. And it's also a uh, strong message in sustainability. 
I want to revisit that. And that's back to fuel efficiency. And when you're burning 23% less fuel, that's 23% less CO2 going into the environment. And fortunately, we're trending in a greener atmosphere and environment. So this is one of those machines that puts that cleaner air back out in the atmosphere. Folks, you have really heard some cool things on this particular podcast. I want to thank uh, Caterpillar again for sponsoring it and uh, Lonnie and Sam for joining us. What great insights and information for us. And um, thank you for joining us. It's brought to you again by ForConstructionPros.com. We're thankful to those folks. And uh, let's, uh, let's go out and take another look at this electric dozer. It's awesome. So have a good day. Have a great year in construction, folks. This is Brad Humphrey signing off. Thank you. Don't want to miss a podcast? Sign up for alerts on the Contractor's Best Friend webpage on ForConstructionPros.com. 